Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees or Roger Goodell. Yeah. Look, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. week so far so what's going on here fam we are absolutely looking at a lot of stuff uh, and listen let's look at it like this man we're gonna go over some of the stuff today shout out to the fam please feel free to hit the like button hit the subscribe button and please feel free to share the show on your social media feed we up in this thing shout out to the fam much love to the fam elite tory brother jerry king morrison a uh, diligent hands trav 504 uh, in the building, Jeremy. Good to see you, fam. Irvin, much love. Brother DeWrights in this thing. Uh, much love. Uh, Ferg318, don't buy Dale. Mocha, shout out to your Quivadius. I see your fam. Appreciate you. Kenyatta, much love to your fam. Lame, <laughs> you know what, is in the building uh, is, as well. So big ups to you guys. Pammy Whammy, shout out to the Queens. Uh, KT's in the building. Shout out to my brother Tara66, Lewis. And the rest of the fam, Brian Pearson, good to see y'all, man. Much love. KB was popping, Queen. Brother Kai is in this thing as well. Pelicans Nola, Young City Night Ward. Brother Slim South 504, shout out to your fam. Dedrick, OG to the third degree. Everybody, man, much love to the fam. Appreciate you guys for being up in this thing. 504 Co, I see your fam. Much love. Listen, fam, we talked about this on the TSC Q&A Live 139, which is the Patreon stream we do every Tuesday. We talked about this and I wanted to share some information with you from an insider uh, early on about the Derek Carr situation. We talked about it and uh, it, you know, and it's an interesting take. I'm going to share it with you guys just to get it on the record. And besides that, to talk about the Derek Carr situation is, uh, listen, this is not a foregone conclusion. You know, 
This is not a far gone conclusion uh, about Derek Carr coming to the Saints. Saints had an opportunity to talk to him first. True indeed. But at the end of the day, this is not a far gone conclusion. And what if they don't land Derek Carr? What would be the plan B? We talked about this last night and I made mention of it is that the Saints would be wise to hold on to Jameis Winston, you know, right now to see how everything falls. Let's just don't get, you know, <laughs> we talked about this last night, free game. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, Dedrick, I see you, fam. But listen, we talked about this. It could be a scenario, and I'm not, I'm just throwing this out there, is that it could be a scenario where the Saints miss on car. This is not a far gone conclusion. There are a lot of teams out there that's interested in the services. He kind of forced his way out in the free agency. There are a lot of veteran clubs out there, a lot of clubs that will be looking for a quarterback, whether they're the Jets, the Colts, the Commanders, uh, other clubs, uh, at least several teams within the NFC South all have an interest. They could have an interest in Carr or at least talking to him. And a lot of these teams, I, we know Dennis Allen drafted this guy, but other teams have offensive coordinators and passing game coordinators and other people that have relationships with Carr. So it's not a far going conclusion to say that Carr follows the Saints after this free agency process. Saints could very well miss out on Carr. If they miss out on Carr, who do they go to? You know, who's the guy? So anyway, we're going to cover the report because Saints could have interest in QB Baker Mayfield. And that's simply a fallback option if they miss out on Derek Carr because it could happen. It could be two straight summers of missing out on the top quarterback. Last summer was Deshaun Watson. They empty out to get, go after him. Could be a possibility. Not a far gone conclusion. The Saints was trying to affect the trade directly to eliminate the possibility. Carr reneged and kicked against it. So I'm going to share a little report on you about that. <laughs> I'm laughing about it, man, because listen, you better get your, you better start practicing your laugh this offseason. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how it all falls. They say, yeah, KT says Jimmy G. Could be a possibility, man. But you remember, they're going to have a lot of stuff shaking and going. So with that being said, let's look into some of this stuff, man. Let's We're going to start off with the Saints could have interest in QB. Baker Mayfield, according to reports, and this is Bob Rose. Shout out to Brother Bob. According to the reports, the Saints could turn their attentions to a former top overall draft choice if they cannot land Derek Carr. Now, Albert Breer of SI reported on Monday that the Saints – uh, could have interest in Baker Mayfield once the NFL free agency officially begins in March. The Saints also have shown interest in Carr. They met with Carr for two days last week. However, it was announced over the weekend that Carr would not waive his no-trade clause, even though New Orleans was the only team to meet with him. He'll now he's he's now released. He's a free agent, as we know, and uh, and he's out there working out deals and stuff like that. Not well deals, going to see who he'll talk to and what they want and all this kind of stuff, and. Uh, this is what Albert Breer said from SI, and let me highlight that so the family members can see it. For whatever it's worth, by all accounts, the Saints' two-day visit with Carr went well. The quarterback has maintained a relationship with Allen and uh, his first NFL coach over the years, so I expect the Saints to take another stab at Carr in free agency. Another quarterback to watch in free agency for New Orleans would be Baker Mayfield. The Saints' staff would, was high on Baker ahead of the 2018 draft, and those old draft evals can definitely have an impact down the road with guys as they get older and hit free agency, especially when there's a need that can be tied to it. That's, of course, Albert Breer, one of the insiders. Now, before we do that, let's move on to this report. Listen to this, fam. Y'all put one in the chat if y'all can hear what uh, what this reporter said about what happened with Derek Carr. Very interesting development. Here we go. Not really surprisingly so. They Pull released the Derek Carr. The team tweeted out this statement from head coach Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. Ziegler quoting in part, we have a lot of respect for Derek Carr and what he has meant to the organization for the past nine years. Honestly, listening to Derek Carr in the last couple weeks, what he might not feel like he was treated the same, but that's for a different part of the Derek conversation. Carr. Very interesting Peter, let's just... Um, Dive into this. Yeah, why was he released? So Statement his contract was written that he was guaranteed $40 million by the Raiders mm -hmm. if he was on the team mm -hmm. 72 hours after the Super Bowl. They said, you can go explore trades, you can go visit teams, you can do whatever you want. Visited the Saints, a lot of people were like, oh, they're going to trade him to the Saints. I told the Saints, I told the Raiders, I have a no trade clause. I'd rather just pick anywhere I want to go. You're not going to determine my fate after you treated me the way you did at the end of the season. So uh, respect or not, which is what the statement said, Derek Carr is now a pure free agent and can sign anywhere. He said, I would not allow the Raiders to dictate where I go, and they're certainly not going to get compensation for me. So the Raiders get nothing for Derek Carr. He's a free agent. So now there's... 
All right. Sound like a bit of sour grapes between the Raiders and Carr being that, you know, and this is what the insiders reporting on that Carr refused. <laughs> Carr refused, right? He refused to go to allow the Raiders to dictate what the reporter just say where he goes and to allow them to get value for him. So he basically leaves, you know, and giving them nothing. So a bit of sour grapes from Carr and the Raiders, you know, <laughs> but it was interesting about the whole thing is that it does put Carr on in the free agency window. Now what's interesting is the saints will have an opportunity to get at him if they really want him, which it just sound like that they do. The only problem is there are a lot of teams that'll be available to have more, uh, you know, money they can throw at Derek Carr. You know, there are other connections and relationships with these other clubs as well. So it does open up the possibility that the Saints could ultimately lose their most prized quarterback uh, <laughs> person they're looking at in this year's free agency cycle. So it's another thing, man, to move on. So, so when we talk about the uh, QB Baker Mayfield, listen, I'm not amused about the Baker Mayfield uh, interest. I really, I'm really not, man. You know, I'm really not. Uh, could and, and you guys, and, and y'all, I'm going to throw it out to the great Saint Think Tank and Who That Nation. What do you guys think about Baker Mayfield versus Jameis Winston? I mean, who, who, when, if the situation is level, everybody is 100% healthy, who gives you a better opportunity to win games if it came down to that? Are we really, 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 Going to, if you lose out on car, which is a real possibility, land with Baker Mayfield and, you know, over a Jameis Winston. I mean, the boy, I mean, two years straight, the Saints have total shown total disrespect for Jameis Winston, man. <laughs> Under the Dennis Allen administration, total, absolute, total disrespect of this guy, man. Total disrespect. It'll be mighty ironic. If, if the Saints can't land Carr and then you look and you're staring down the barrel at Baker Mayfield as a potential starting quarterback for the 2023 season, Dennis Allen, punch your damn ticket to the unemployment line right now. <laughs> punch your damn ticket to the unemployment line right now, Mr. Dennis Allen. You know, boy, you have absolutely absolutely just tore up. I mean, literally just destroyed the QB position in New Orleans over the last two years. They were absolutely laughed at by Deshaun Watson, who was using him as a bargaining chip to, to get a super team in Atlanta before Cleveland stepped in with the guaranteed money that wooed them. And now here we go trying to trade for Carr. Carr says, no, I don't want to give the Raiders no help. They're not going to get any draft compensation for me. The hell with them. And, and, and he... <laughs> So it's it does open up, and I think that's why the Saints were looking at trying to land Carr via trade because they knew it could be a major possibility they can lose him in free agency with all of these other teams looking at him. So the Baker Mayfield thing is very interesting, but, man, it, it's not over with in terms of some of the things that people have to deal with when you talk about Derek Carr and some of the teams that could possibly be looking at him. I mean, teams within our own uh, you know, division like Atlanta, possibly Carolina and Tampa Bay. So, I mean, and there are others. So it'll be really interesting to see how this all shakes and rolls going forward, man. I tell you, it, it, it's just real funny. All right. So on to other news, fam. Saints restructure the contract of safety. Marcus May as reported on the annual dance that the NFL teams do under the cap ahead of the start of the new league year has begun. And it's the dance the Saints have gotten very familiar with in recent seasons. They're back on the floor again as Phil Yates of ESPN reported that they have restructured the contract of safety Marcus May. The Saints have converted their over $6 million of safety Marcus May's 23 compensation into a signing bonus. The move creates almost $5 million in cap space for New Orleans by spreading that hit over the 24 season and two voided years, two phantom years is what they love to do. And, and of course, we know Marcus May tore his Achilles heel while playing for the Jets. Returned for 10 games for New Orleans last season, had 10 ta 60 tackles, a forced fumble for the Saints. Now, the thing that really is interesting about Marcus May is the fact that Marcus May missed a lot of games for the Saints. In the upcoming season, he has a lot of e uh, legal issues 
that he has to deal with. He has yet to uh, suffer any uh, penalty or, or I guess, discipline from the NFL for what happened in the Jets organization with the D, uh, DUI situation. He hasn't been given time for that yet. And while he was a Saints, there was another issue that 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 popped up on the radar with him, according to reports, according to reports, brandishing a weapon at some uh, people in a car in, a, in an apparent road, road rage type situation. That's also something that he could be facing. So Marcus made besides the injuries uh, and the penalties or the disciplines he's supposed to face. We might see him out for some games in this upcoming season because of these former issues that he had along with, you know, when you talk about Elvin Kamara. So the Saints have already started restructuring deals and moving things. They started with Marcus May. They haven't stopped there. According to Nick Underhill, the Saints are working on a restructuring of Ryan Ramchek's contract and might be a couple of things involved beyond a simple restructure. See how it comes together. So uh, Nick Underhill reporting that the Saints are working on restructuring Ryan Ramchek, big checks contract right now. So the Saints willing that money down. They're trying to whittle, whittle that money down for it's because it's, they got to get going. Remember, this is going to move fast for the Saints in terms of them working on getting those contracts down because family, as you know, uh, with uh, Derek Carr out there on the free agency market, you'll have a lot of teams that are, that's going to be throwing money at them and the Saints want to be in shape. Uh, financially speaking, to be able to compete with some of these teams from a monetary perspective, which will be interesting. The Saints have to have a line on where they where they don't want to go past when it comes down to Derek Carr, because the Saints have to be able to re-sign some very important people uh, to deals. Of course, you have Jawan Johnson, the tight end, starting tight end for the Saints. He's a restricted guy there, so you still want to be able to get him done eventually. And then there are other guys, perhaps Kate Nellis, uh, is another guy you want to look at. That's David Onyemata, the, big, the best interior defensive lineman you have that's there as well. So there are several other people. And plus, whoever you want to bring on the team uh, in terms when the free agency does hit and move ahead. So the Saints trying to get things going. Like last year, when they freed up that all of that money to make a, a major push at uh, Deshaun Watson, the Saints look like they're getting ramped up to try to get as much money down as possible to prepare for whatever car is going to do over the leg, over the next week or so. So going to be interesting. So two restructurings, the Marcus May situation and the Nick, Un- Nick Underhill re- reporting on Ryan Ramchick's the Saints working on restructuring that deal as well. All right, moving on to coaching news. Saints bring in Kevin Carberry to the coaching staff. Saints add another coach to the staff replacing Zach Streif with Kevin Carberry. It appears the Saints have backfilled the void left behind the departure of Zach Street. Field Yates reported that Kevin Carberry, as their that Saints have brought him aboard as their assistant offensive line coach under Doug Marone. Carberry most recently spent the past couple of years with the Rams as their offensive line coach, but was fired in mid-January. Now Carberry will work under Doug Marone and will be tasked with helping to continue to develop the likes of Trevor Pennon. And Streif was instrumental in coaching the tackles during the season while Marone worked extensively with the interior alignment. So Dennis Allen moves this offseason are certainly going to go under the microscope and will be crucial to to the success or failure of the Saints. The coaching staff has made a ton of impact over the past several years. And the team also have another position to fill with D-Clan Doyle to the Broncos. So remember, that's another one that the Saints lost and Coach Payton brought him aboard. They hired uh, Saints assistant D-Clan Doyle as the tight ends coach. So he moves on and that's another assistant that they'll have to uh, field uh, in their uh, assistant coaching ranks. So there you go. So the Saints slowly piecing together uh, their staff right there to get an an offensive coach right there to kind of fill in the day right there. So anyway, and of course, and then they officially, and this is from the NewOrleansSaints.com website, Saints had five coaches to the staff. They officially released an uh, an official situation that called for it. No press conference, though. No press conference. No press conference yet. The Saints making a lot of moves. They're doing a lot of stuff. Traded Sean Payton some time ago, uh, what, last week or so. No press conference on that. Saints really staying away from press conferences. (laughs) Mickey don't want nothing to do with them press conferences, man. Him and Dennis Allen staying away from it. And only talking to people that work for the team, like J.D., 
You know, you ain't gonna get no real smoke for a guy that that's they getting his check cut from the team that he's supposed to be looking at. It's not gonna be any searing critique. There ain't gonna be no big Q critique going on. That's for certain. So the Saints had five coaches to the staff, and we covered most of this on prior streams. Head coach Dylan Dennis Allen announced that the club has hired Joe Woods as the defensive coordinator in name only. Remember, he'll act as the secondary coach uh, and do pretty much like if you would have kept Coach Richard on the team. And less, you know, if Coach Richard would have stayed on the team. Uh, he would just been defensive quarter coordinator in name only. Dennis Allen is actually defensive coordinator. He'll run a defense, call the plays, do all the other stuff. And uh, Joe and Joe Woods would act merely as his assistant. He'll be in, tra- in charge of the secondary and look after the DBs, which is what his acumen lends itself to with all of the years. Todd Grantham is a defensive line coach. Uh, Marcus Robertson is the secondary coach who will probably act as an assistant with Joe Barry there. So they'll be there. They're saying he's a secondary coach. Clancy Barone is the tight ends coach, which is a guy that's really interesting. And Kevin Carberry is, is, is renounced as the assistant offensive line coach. So he's a couple of these guys, 31-year coaching veteran, including 19 in the NFL, uh, was into the sixth NFL season as a defensive coordinator in his first campaign. And all this, he spent the last three seasons as a coordinator with the Browns. And he's been affixed a to some really good defenses, just not just the Browns and what he did and showing uh, progress in the secondary with guys like Grant Delpit, who's one of my favorite LSU guys uh, coming out, Denzel Ward and a few of those other guys there in that secondary for the Browns. But he has, has been doing some pretty good work in the defense. It'll be interesting to see what Joe Woods looks like uh, for the Saints defense. A lot of turnover from a coaching perspective on the Saints defense, man. But he got 31 years, 19 as an NFL. He worked with the Browns. He worked with the San Francisco 49ers. If you guys had known he was at the Niners uh, when uh, the when uh, the, 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 the they were the Super Bowl finalists in 2019 when they held opponents to 169.2 passing yards per game, ranked first in the NFL in 2019, lowest total allowed by the NFL since 09. San Francisco led the league with 21 forced fumbles and finished in the top eight and nine other major defensive categories. So that is a positive. So we'll see what Woods can do. He also helped guys like Von Miller and Bradley Chubb combine for 26 and a half sacks. Miller's four, 14 and a half were the second most in a single season in his career. And Chubb's 12 set the Broncos franchise rookie record. They showed that as well in the 2017 uh, Broncos finished third in the NFL in total defense and were one of the only two teams to rank in the top five in both run defense and pass defense under his supervision. Both 2015 and 2016 Broncos were, was ranked first in the NFL and opponent net passing yards per game in 2015 teams captured the Super Bowl 50. Woods also tutored Oakland Raiders secondary in 2014, coached defensive backs for the Vikings in his first two seasons. So a lot of stuff going on with this man and a lot of positive stuff to talk about with Joe Barry. How would he look next to Dennis Allen? He's very comfortable with him. He worked with him in Oakland. So we'll see how that looks in the Saints building. On to our new defensive line coach, Mr. Todd Grantham, a 33-year veteran with 11 NFL years of coaching experience. He joins the Saints defense as as an analyst from the University of Alabama and the run defense of University of Florida back in 2018-21. The Gators defense had a lot of takeaways, were 11th most in the nation, and that's, of course, dealing with the college situation. Got a lot of stuff there, had a lot of accolades, and when you put the tape on, you watch these guys, you, you can read their resumes, but what I like to do is put the film on and you can see how Joe Woods, how Todd Grantham interact with the coach with the players that they're coaching and how they give out instruction it's something i did when the saints brung on cody burns i watched cody burns instruct the wide receivers at the university of tennessee i did the same thing with ty grantham and joe woods and the rest of these guys and what i learned from woods woods is a guy that communicates very well and he's he's respected so and he's a very he's a he's a liked guy to be honest with you from his players ty grantham was a guy that struck me as a guy that knows football, he's passionate, got a loud mouth. He likes to yell and point and he slaps fives. And he's one of those guys. He's a fireball on the sideline. It's always fun to see something like that. But, you know, I wonder 
Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. You know, uh, you know, with that, how, you know, he has something somewhat of an abrasive personality that appeared in some of the scouting that I've seen from him watching the footage and listening to various uh, videos and, and uh, interactions that he had. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on here. But he does have 11 years of NFL coaching experience. So that should help him deal with talking to pro level linemen uh, and uh, a lot of good stuff there. So also Marcus Robinson is brought on as a secondary coach. Comes to New Orleans after being a DB coach for the Arizona Cardinals the last four seasons, spent 32 seasons in the NFL as a player coach and administrator and tutored defensive backs for the past 15 seasons. And he goes from Tennessee, Detroit, Oakland, Denver, and Arizona under Robinson's tutelage in Arizona. Booty, 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 Baker has been the only NFL safety name to the Pro Bowl each of the last four seasons and 15 games of 22. Uh, Baker ranked seventh among defensive backs. So that was really promising, but we just don't have that young safety. Perhaps the Saints get that this year. They get some younger help in the, in the, in the safety room. Because what we have right now, now I'm really big on Smoke Monday, but in terms of Saints having young DBs in the safety room, we really need to add some uh, more talent there. Maybe somebody in the draft. They have a bunch of really good safeties in this draft. Perhaps the Saints in the mid to maybe third and back could look at grabbing a defensive back to kind of groom behind a, a old Tyron Matthew and a Marcus May that'll be facing. Uh, uh, you know, suspension for several games or so, depending on how his stuff wouldn't be a bad look to do to have another really good uh, young safety. He also talked about the development of Jalen Thompson, who in 21 was one of just five NFL players with 100 plus tackles. So, you know, he knows, and this guy is a guy with a lot of wealth of experience because he played the game before and he knows how to talk to the DBs. He sees the game like they do. So, Really promising hirings right there. And of course, this one, out of all the ones that I like, I really like Clancy Barone and what he can do. He can, if he has a terrific resume, the rest of them have a good resume, but I like Barone and what he can bring because I think he can really help elevate guys like Adam Troutman, Jawan Johnson to another level, our young tight ends and make them more of a force in the offense. 34 years of coaching experience, 17 at the collegiate level. And he would be the sixth NFL star for Barone, having mostly served as a tight end coach for the Bears. Prior to his Bears tenure, he coached either tight ends or offensive linemen with the Falcons. He did it with the Chargers, the Broncos. As a tight ends coach, he co- he had four players voted to the Pro Bowl from four different teams. Who were they? LG Crumpler, that's a name from the past. The Chargers, Antonio Gates. The Broncos, Julius Thomas, and the Vikings, Kyle Rudolph, all very good tight ends in their primes. Kyle Rudolph used to tip the Saints when he played them. Uh, Julius Thomas was a really good tight end. Antonio Gates Nade speaks one of the best tight ends in NFL history. And LG Crumpler was an Atlanta guy. He was slow as uh, slow as uh, syrup, but at the end of the day, he used to catch a lot of passes on the Saints uh, back in the G. So these are really good players, and, and hopefully we can see a uh, Jawan Johnson, who is a uh, who is, has a lot of potential uh, doing the type of things that he did made a jump from the wide receiver to the tight end room. It was a natural fit for him. We seen it when he was a wide receiver, we were saying, man, they need to make that guy a wide receiver. The saints did it. And he's been, he's been the best tight end that we've had. Adam Troutman need to catch up really fast, man. And uh, really need to handle this business. So I'm really excited about what uh, Barone could do and all of the stuff that he did with stops in Chicago and all these other stops. So it'd be fun watching with Barone doing, of course, the latest acquisition uh, to the offensive line is we just talked about Kevin Carberry. So they still have a couple of other spots to fill out uh, for the 
uh, team that's left. But these are a few of the guys that's uh, that are beneficially brought into the fold for the New Orleans Saints upcoming season. So a lot of defensive hires, some offensive people added there as the Saints fill out their staff under Dennis Allen. But the biggest caveat to the whole thing, it all falls back on the quarterback situation. And where do we go from there? Why, you know, in terms of the quarterback situation moving ahead, the Saints currently working on a restructure markets made. Like we said, they're working on restructuring Zach Streif right now, and they'll be restructuring a lot of people's contracts as they look to try to get that money down to compete for Derek Carr's services. So it's going to be very interesting and see if the Saints pursuing another quarterback, can they land them this time? Uh we, we shall see, man. We shall see. Carr had an opportunity to be straight up with the Saints. The Saints were offering a third round compensation and taking his money. The Saints would have taken his money. He said, no, he, he, he got real, real. He got real petty with the Raiders, man. He said he. <laughs> I was like, hold on here. And that guy, and like I said, the reporter did a good job on dropping it. Let me play that again for the family members that might have just joined it. And listen to what he just what he was dropping about the car situation. It adds another level level about the pettiness that occurred between the Raiders and Carr and why the, the deal was nixed. And now he's in free agency uh, looking at so they released Derek Carr. The team tweeted out this statement from head coach Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. Ziegler quoting in part, we have a lot of respect for Derek Carr and what he has meant to the organization for the past nine years. Honestly, listening to Derek Carr in the last couple weeks. He might not feel like he was treated the same, but that's for a different part of the conversation. Peter, let's just um, dive into this. Yeah, why was he released? So his contract was written that he was guaranteed $40 million by the Raiders mm-hmm. if he was on the team mm-hmm. 72 hours after the Super Bowl. They said, you can go explore trades. You can go visit teams. You can do whatever you want. Visit the Saints. A lot of people were like, oh, they're going to trade him to the Saints. I told the Saints, I told the Raiders, I have a no trade clause. I'd rather just pick anywhere I want to go. You're not going to determine my fate after you treated me the way you did at the end of the season. So... Uh, respect or not, which is what the statement said, Derek Carr is now a pure free agent and can sign anywhere. He said, I would not allow the Raiders to dictate where I go, and they're certainly not going to get compensation for me. So the Raiders get nothing for Derek Carr. He's a free agent. So- <laughs> Petty, pettiness, pettiness. But uh, anyway, man, it- <laughs> that's what led us to this here about Saints could have interest in QB. Baker Mayfield. So yes, get your laugh, you practice your laugh and laugh from the stomach. Have a hearty laugh because this kind of offseason is going to be it's going to be very interesting this whole offseason. And the question I posed and this was before, you know, this really was released. This this uh, report that you just heard uh came out this morning. So a lot of what we talked about previously yesterday was like, man, it feels kind of funny here because the Saints are pers- pursuing this guy what if they miss out on him like they did Deshaun Watson last year? What is plan B? Do the Saints go back to Jameis Winston? They'll be wise not to release Jameis Winston until they acquire a quarterback that they like. If if Baker Mayfield, if the Saints bring, and I'm not advocating for Baker Mayfield, I'm saying this is what the Saints are going to do. If the Saints acquired Baker Mayfield and bring him on a team, I still wouldn't release Jameis Winston. I would some kind of way talk Jameis Winston into a competition with Baker Mayfield if that's what they wanted to do. I just don't think the Saints have been have given Jameis Winston under Dennis Allen, that is a supreme opportunity to do uh, to to have an opportunity to show what he can do uh, in that system. That's that's my whole thing. You know, they haven't they haven't given him a fair shot. And it's really funny and ironic, again, that Dennis Allen, the person that wants somebody to give him a second chance after he stunk the stunk up last year with these dumb moves and the stupid things that he was doing to want somebody to give him a second chance. But he's not willing to give the same to Jameis. So I think it'll be smart for the Saints to not release Jameis Winston and keep Jameis Winston, hold on to Jameis Winston, because at the end of the day, it could be a situation where you're going to need Jameis. <laughs> You better hold on to Jameis because it ain't a, a far gone conclusion that Carr is the guy. And if you miss out, I still wouldn't get rid of a Jameis Winston for no Baker Mayfield, man. That is not an upgrade. That is not an upgrade, in my opinion. Even though you've liked him back in 2018, that's that's a whole nother uh, situation altogether. So it's just real funny how this stuff works. So the Saints have Jameis. They better not release him until they land 
uh, Derek Carr. And if even if and if they miss out on Carr, which is a possibility, and they land Baker Mayfield, which I don't really, you know, I, I, whatever, then you still should keep. <laughs> you better hold on to Jameis Winston. You better not let him go for no Baker Mayfield. But interest. But you saying Q for real, man. Hey, bro, what can I tell you, man? This, this, this is Dennis Allen's. This is Dennis Allen. It ain't Mickey Loomis. Mickey Loomis is not. He, he's doing whatever Dennis Allen and tell him to do. Well, Mickey, we're gonna have to free up, free up some money, man. I'm trying to go make another swing for the fences at another big, uh, you know, a quarter, a Pro Bowl quarterback. I'm trying to swing for the fences for this guy. Well, we tried. Well, listen, we tried to give up a third round pick for the guy. You know, you know, and he, he turned it down. He said no. You know, and I don't know what the hell that was about. You know, we, 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 I, I, I took him to my favorite restaurant, you know, we ordered him egg touffet, you know, it was good. You know, I, I thought we were, we were making space. We were making headroom. And the next thing you know, he hits a no trade clause and he's kiboshes the whole damn deal. Well, you know, and, and that's the thing. And then you just like, wait, well, hold on here. And then of course you hear that he was really not liking <laughs> what the Raiders was kicking at him. So at the end of the day, like I said, fam, y'all hold on to y'all seats because this is going to be interesting. Could be another scenario where the Saints don't get don't end up getting card the guy they want and might end up with a, a far lesser quarterback. They better hold on to Jameis Winston. <laughs> it's going to be funny, man. It's going to be funny, man. But these are Dennis Allen's moves. This is not Mickey Loomis. Mickey Loomis is doing what Dennis Allen is telling him to do, just like he did with Sean Payton wanted him to do. Now, the game is to open up the money, free open the money, restructure contracts, do what you need to do and get prepared as we need to do what we need to do here. So, hey, man, I would, you know, not even afraid to see looking at guys. OK, you just, you know, that's interest in Baker. You know, why not Daniel Jones is something, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to go that route, why not kind of spanned out your horizons and kind of look at other guys as. You talk about Derek Carr, and he's a, the most, you know, he's the best quarterback that'll be available in the free agency, a free agency ranking right now. So where does Carr fit in that ranking? It's got to be outside the top 10. So it's not like you got you got other guys you would put ahead of them guys like Daniel Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, even Jacoby Brissett. How is Baker Mayfield over you? Well, anyway, who knows, man? This is all behind Dennis Allen, man, and what he sees for the team. So and remember, I'm going to tell you all this right now. That the Dennis Allen fallback option is if he when he gets fired to, to go find Sean Payton in Denver and go become his defensive assistant and Pete Carmichael will go up there with him. <laughs> if things struggle for you down there in New Orleans, listen, listen, Dennis, you can find me just like you did when you got fired from Oakland. You can find me and I'll hire you on as a defensive assistant. And then eventually I'll work you up the ranks, fire the guy that I got there now and then move you as a defensive coordinator. And, and Carmichael can call him as my assistant and work underneath who we got going on here. So it's all good. Jerome, thank you, fam. Appreciate you. James is going to catch a charge this offseason. <laughs> thank you, Jerome. Shout out for the super chat. Much love. What's up, Ramsey? Shout out to you, brother Dedrick. Oz, much love, fam. Appreciate Oz, Mike, and the rest of the fam in this thing. It's interesting. Saints for life. I see you, fam. Tis the season to give something delicious. Give the gift of gourmet Italian foods with Delalo's handcrafted gift collection. With over 50 thoughtfully curated options or the ability to build your own, these collections are perfect for foodies, family, and friends. From gourmet pastas, olive oil, and biscotti to epic antipasti and charcuterie boards. And of course, irresistible Italian sweets and snacks. They have it all. Give the gift of culinary delight with Delalo's gift collection. Shop today at Delalo.com. Happy Gifting. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100. 
and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. He says Winston is gone for two reasons. Dennis nor Lomas warning him. I know, but isn't it funny, those Saints for life, that you can't get rid of Jameis? It's like they tried, like last year, they tried, and Jameis was real patient. He only talked to one team, right? He only talked to him, but he stayed in the cut because Jameis knew something. He stayed in the cut and stayed patient. I was like, damn, a lot of times going by, Jameis could just jump with another team and boogie. The craziest two things right here. You know, it's two things that can work right here. It's like if the Saints would do themselves a major disservice if they release Jameis Winston without acquiring a NFL-level starting quarterback. And you say, well, Q, they can draft one in the back of the first round. I don't think so because, remember, you got to think about who running the team. Dennis Allen is going to be dealing with a lot of pressure this year, more pressure than last year. And a lot of people are not going to be going down to the games because the Saints have to provide some really exciting moments of the offseason to kind of kind of spark up some in, enthusiasm for the team. People are staying away from the Saints, the games, that is, uh, in a dome because they don't believe in the, the, the leadership or the direction the team is going in. And instead of the Saints and what the Saints are doing, they know that that mindset of the who that nation and the supporters are, are justified. So what they're doing is they're not even doing decent press conferences anymore. It's a total disrespect. And it's so blatantly, obviously wrong what you're doing. And they're pretending like, oh, we're we, we going about the business of football. No, you're not. How do you trade Sean Payton and don't give a don't give a press conference on what happened there? How, how is there no press conference? You go through the senior bowl and all this. They're asking Jeff Ireland questions. So, I mean, he like referring questions to Mickey Lomas. I mean, you ain't even doing teleconferences. You can at least do a teleconference if you're too scared to stand in front of the mic and answer questions directly. And the only press conference they gave you is one where he told you that he had no answers. It's told it's like you're not helping your cause. You think you're going to make these moves. And then on the back end, when these moves are done, you're going to pop up there and say, hey, hey, listen, we got a team now. I want you guys to come on down, open up your wallets, open up your pocketbooks and, and, and your purses and empty all of your money into the cash trays here. We're going to take it and we're going to make sure. You're going to have a great experience. You know, I'm going to tell you something. We got some holes cut in the roof and I'm going to let some natural lighting in there. And, and, and listen, you're going to see the Superdome like you've never seen it before. You're going to see the escalators and you're going to see all of the concessions are faster. You can get in there and buy some more of that high ass food. I mean, that more food over there, you know, that stadium food. And listen, let me tell you something. You guys are going to love it. And then you're going to do all that. Go sit down there and watch Dennis Allen. <laughs> Uh, see, you got see. Listen, man, don't flim flam the people. They too smart for that. The great Saint Think Tank make it hard on Mickey Loomis and the rest of these people because they coming at it. They they are no longer allowed to come at it like you, somebody that's just gonna give them money regardless of what they what kind of product they put on the field. And I've often said, no, you have a responsibility to not only you but your family and others around you to not support a bad product. And listen, I'm not talking about like the team fighting their asses off and they doing everything they could do to win. Listen, we've done that from the past. But when they do stuff like this, like, you know, this guy don't deserve that job. You know, he don't deserve that job. And the only reason he got that job is because of Sean Payton. You can't even justify to the people why you kept him when he should have been when he should have been fired. They fired Dan Rouchard, who was one of their best coaches. Why? There was no explanation on that. There was no explanation on why a third round pick was added on top of Sean Payton to move him out of here. There's no explanation for nothing, 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 absolutely nothing. And that is not going to help. That is not going to help gain even more confidence in the team moving forward. So when you don't, you're not explaining yourself, the people, are, you, you know, it's like a boardroom meeting, like you go to a, a you know, a the board of directors and you meet with the stockholders you got to have a meeting in the stockholders you tell the stockholders listen we do we about to do this listen this is how the stock is doing our company this is our projections coming into this year and they're not doing any of that they have these there's a lot of bad information and a bad a lot of misdirection and and just terrible cowardly moves around the saints that make no sense and of course, it's a feel of desperation, too, because they're totally crapping on Demario Davis and Cam Jordan when they got a window of opportunity to win. And these guys are about to get out of here. 
They can't compete. These guys are getting old and you're squandering the years that you have them here. So at some point, you know, the Saints just lack that vision, man. And it's evident and the people see it. It's clear. It's very clear. So at some point, man, y'all going to have to stand before the who, the who that nation and explain to them what you're doing. Dennis Allen, you got to explain them to the best of your ability. Make it Loomis get up there and, 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 and drink your orange juice and eat your oysters. Do what you got to do. At some point, they're going to have to explain to the who that nation what these moves are and how are we going to get excited about you having interest in Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I can to to Carr. That's different. Carr is a guy, full time pro bowler. He can move an offense. It won't be boring to watch his offense. To be honest with you, he just he's a guy that throws that deep ball out there. I would love to see Chris Olave and Rashid Shaheed get up under that deep ball. I won't lie to you, and keep and just blow the top, blow them defenses out, create space underneath for our guys to work. But at the end of the day, like I said, the Saints could miss out on him, Carr, like they missed out on Watson last year. So, listen, word to the wise, you better hold on to Jameis Winston. Try to smooth out them wrinkles if you can. That's all I'm saying. Because Carr is, I mean, Baker Mayfield is not an upgrade over Jameis Winston. Just saying. All right, so anyway, with that being said, fam, we're going to get ready to oust on that. Listen, I appreciate y'all for tuning in on this episode. (laughs) And I heard what Cam said. Yeah, I seen the tweet. DC sent it to me. Uh, shout out to my boy DC. He sent the tweet to me about uh, Cam uh, pushing for Derek Carr and and literally saying draft uh, Hendon Hooker, the quarterback out of Tennessee, you know, and and some other stuff. But yes, 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 indeed, that that would be smart to do that. And hopefully Dennis Allen listening to Cam because even though whatever these, whether it's Carr or or even Jameis for that matter, you need to have a young quarterback behind these guys to take the team into the future. Saints been running for that for years. Been trying to go from a old quarterback to a bridge quarterback to a bridge quarterback to a bridge quarterback. They're not, <laughs> it's like trying to break, you gotta, they gotta break that mentality of trying to go from bridge quarterback to bridge quarterback to bridge quarterback to bridge quarterback. They gotta, <laughs> that's what they do. They haven't been bringing in any top-notch young quarterbacks to take the job in the future. And the reason why they don't have a fair, a very far vision is because Dennis Allen can't see beyond this year, to be honest with you, man. Because if he don't do some... <laughs> All right, anyway, let me go ahead on. Let me get out of here, man. Anyway, with that being said, fam, listen, I'm going to get out on that. Listen, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all for being in the stream. I'm going to be back on our Thursday show, man. <laughs> we're going to see what's going on, man. Yeah, we're going to open up the phone lines. I know Kev want to talk. we probably do something on Friday. I hear you, KT. We're going to put together a draft special, man, and break down position by position. We've been doing this for a while, uh, throwing these players. We we put these players. We talk, I've talked about Jalen Hurd and all these other guys. Uh, you know, this guy will help you be a winner. Da, 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 and the Saints go into some weird direction. So, this is the times that we're in, my friends. This is the time we're in, family. So we just have to go through it and see where it all ends out. Colin, a shout out to you, fam. Good to see y'all. JT, good to see you. Brother Eric Howard, much love to you. Random account, shout, shout out to you. Uncle Paul, I see you, fam. Roll, Roll City, shout out to you, fam. Appreciate y'all. With that being said, Maul and Maul, shout out, bro. With that being said, I'm going to get out on that. Much love to the fam and who that to you. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like pissing, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your chain for the championship. Bucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much to touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. Like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. 
News on winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. That's right, the who that daily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. Is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding. Face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.